Good evening and welcome to Sunday School Classics where we're doing uh, our daily Bible study and worship. I am your host Marcia for Sunday School Classics and I hope that you're enjoying our Sunday School topics where it will help educate, empower, and encourage you and engage you in the history while reading your Bible, a Sunday school book. And the Sunday school booklet that we do use is the Bible Expository and Illuminator from Union Gospel Press. Today's topic will be, it is Monday, May 16, 2022, and we're speaking on Ambassador's Commission, and that's coming from Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Our Sunday school reading was based on Ambassador for Christ, which was done yesterday, May 15, but it will be published in a couple of days up and I'm going to give you some of the topic that they did it took place the ambassadors for Christ took place probably around 56 AD and the place was Macedonia and the golden text for the ambassadors for Christ for he have made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteous of God and him and that came from 2nd Corinthians 5 and 21 so again like I say we're still falling under the ambassadors for Christ. So our reading again is coming from Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And it's called Ambassadors Commission. And I hope you're enjoying our little study. So Matthew's 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. 20. Teaching them to observe all things Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And that was Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. And with that being said, uh, I am going to try and give you a little something of the breakdown where it says uh, world for Greek it means aeon a-i-o-n so we're going to be speaking about 
the Trinity and the progress of the revelation the one true God appears clearly in the New Testament as existing in three divine persons named here the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost and you can find that also in Matthew 3 verses 16 through 17 verse Corinthians 12 4-6 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14 Ephesians 2 and 18 Ephesians 4 4-6 Ephesians 5 18 through 20 first Peter 1 verse 2 and Jude 20 through 21 each of these divine persons possesses his own personal characteristics and is clearly distinguished from the other person yet the three persons are equal in being power and glory each being called God and you can find that in John 6 and 27 Hebrews 1 and 8 Acts 5 verses 3 and 4 each possessing each possessing all the divine attributes each performing divine works and each receiving divine honors and you can find that in John 5 23 2 Corinthians 13 and 14 with reference to the order of the activities the father is first the son is second and the Holy Ghost is third the general formula being as follow or of the Father, which is 1 Corinthians 8 and 6, through the Son, John 3 and 17, by the Holy Spirit, Ephesians 3 and 5, and unto the Father, Ephesians 2 and 18. Even so, however, no one of the persons acts independently of the other persons but there is always mutual concurrence as our Lord said my father worketh hit hit it and I work the son can do nothing of himself and you can find that in John 5 and 19 and again I and my father are one John 10 28 through 30 and the New Testament revelation of God as a tri-person being there is no retreat from the stem monotheism of the Old Testament and you can find that in Deuteronomy 6 4 through 5 and Mark 12 29 through 30 and Romans 3 through 30. 
the three divine persons are one God, not three gods. It was necessary in the Old Testament to emphasize the divine unity in order to guard against polytheistic tendencies. But even in the Old Testament, read in the light of the New Testament, a a plurality of persons appear within the one true God. And you can see that in Genesis 1 and 26, Isaiah 6 and 8, Isaiah 48 and 12, and Isaiah 48 and 16. The Trinity of God is confessedly a great mystery, something wholly beyond the possibility of complete explanation but we can guard against error by holding fast to the facts of divine revelation that one with respect to his being or essence God is one with respect to his personality God is three and we must neither divine the essence nor confuse the person. Yet in spite of its mystery, the doctrine of the divine trinity has always proved to be rich in spiritual and practical values. The importance attached to the divine trinity and New Testament revelation appears in the fact that the doctrine is firmly embedded in two formulas, which are constantly repeated in the hearing of the church. The formula of baptism, you can find that in Matthews 28 and 19, and the formula of benediction, which is in 2 Corinthians 13 and 14. For the names of the deities, you can find them at Genesis 1, verse 1, Genesis 14, verse 18, Genesis 15, verse 2, Genesis 17, verse 1, Genesis 21, verse 33, Exodus 34 and 6, verse Samuel 1 and 3, Malachi 3 and 8. Also at our Lord, Matthew 8 and 2, the word Lagos, Lord, deity of Christ. And you can find that in John 1 and 1. Also in John 20 and 28, and the Holy Spirit is in Acts 2 and 4. And this concludes our reading for today for the daily reading, study, and worship. And this again is Monday, May 16th. And we're reading about the Ambassador's Commission. And that was under May 15, 2022, Ambassadors for Christ. 
So I want to bid you a high blessing and also continue to stay within the word. And this, I truly hope, is a blessing unto you. God bless you. And as I say, stay in the word. Keep reading your Bible. Blessings. God bless you. Thank you.